Welcome to Inside the Chamber. I'm Nikki Anderson, the President and CEO of the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce. If entrepreneurs are the lifeblood of an economy, consider Inc.'s ranking of 5,000 companies America's circulatory system. We are proud that a number of our members made the Inc. 5000 list, and today we bring you our successful businesses and job creators to you. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank & Trust. both for being here today and congratulations um, on being part of the Inks 5000 list. You know, we hear a lot about our state and it kind of falling apart. Um, you are the reason why we're not and won't. Um, and I'm really proud to have you guys here today. So what I'd love for you to do is share just a little bit about um, kind of your story, where, where you started and, and where you are. Sounds good. Um, I uh, started the business in 2011 with two partners, launched digital marketing. Um, we started out of the Naperville Public Library. We were in the quiet rooms. Uh, <laughs> I actually interviewed uh, an employee there that's still, that's still around today, and I, I uh, check his sanity often to see why he <laughs> stuck around, but he did. Um, and we grew the business organically. We had um, about 10 people in 2011, um, grew in 2013 created another company called Dealer Inspire. Mm -hmm. uh, long story short, today we have around 500 employees. 75% um, of them are uh, local-ish employees. Um, and then 25% uh, work elsewhere. So we employ people in 30 different states across the US. That's fantastic. Yeah, we're a marketing technology company. And in February of this year, I'm proud to say we were acquired by Cars.com as well. That's great. So what's been your biggest surprise, like since you started, something that you never anticipated, and maybe it was this recent acquisition, but what, yeah. what might it be? Well, I think, you know, when you, it's, it's hard to predict what's going to happen in your life. I think it's really putting one foot in front, in front of the other mm. and just trying to, to do the best thing every day and work as hard as you possibly can or as smart as you can. Um, but when I look back at, you know, I had a humbling uh, career as I started off on the assembly line in Chicago building cars at the plant, um, the, the 1998 Ford Taurus. And when I, <laughs> when I look back to those times, I couldn't imagine myself being here today. So I think all of it's a surprise to me. But it's, it's really just head down, working hard, making smart decisions, trying to be a good person, trying to to give back as much as we can, um, uh, establish tenants and live by them, mm -hmm. and, and just try to build a really good team around you. Because when you, when you start to grow as an organization, it's far less about you and it's about the people you've hired. So great, that's great. So John, um, I've known, you know, Christina, uh, for a long time, yes. um, and fortunately, I've met you through her. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about the story. Well, their story goes back about 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. As far as I was concerned, even prior to that, we'll get to that. There's some ironicity with regards to how our lives have intersected. Mm -hmm. Scott and Christina started their business in a in their basement, and they had this vision and dream to 
get involved in the community and build a firm whereby it wasn't a traditional way of servicing clients. They were going to put a personalized service to taking care of people and taking care of those businesses. And that vision and dream has continued to grow forward. Uh, I had my own office many years ago. And in fact, before Scott and Christina got together, I interviewed her to come and work for me. That didn't work. And then Christina and Scott decided to get together. <clears throat> but I came back to join them in 2015. Okay. Katrina Payne, our other partner, joined them in 2014. Uh, unfortunately, as you know, Scott passed away in 2017. And that, that was a very traumatic uh, experience for our firm. But we knew what the vision was going to be, and we carried that on. So now when you're looking at our dynamics, the reason that we've gotten great growth is because we have the same vision and the, the similarity about building team culture and how to service clients, and I think that's been our success. That's great. So you, you have given me a few things that I, I want to talk to you both about. The first is community and giving back. Um, I, I know, Joe, just since I've known you, how you have already given back and gotten involved, and it's it's been hit the ground running. Um, and I also know with you, John, with Klein Hall, they're very involved in the community. Why do you think that's important as a company, and do you have to get to a certain level before you can get involved? No, you don't have to be at, at any level. I think it's I think it's important just to just for the simple fact that we're 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 fortunate. I mean, in in many ways, right? And the employees at at our organization are as well. And uh, and many people aren't, um, and there there might be things that are that's just either bad luck or, or some things happen, to families in the in the area, and um, any chance that we can give back, I think is just uh, it, it's just a really good opportunity to to show our care f for people, mm -hmm. and really don't do it in in uh, my advice would be like you don't think about giving back is as you're going to get something back out of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just doing it for the right reasons. And we have, a, we have a team now that just really focuses on what, what can we do to make the biggest impact possible. That's wonderful. Well, one of them is job creation. And, and I know that, that that is a way truly of giving back to our community. As a chamber of commerce, we appreciate that. So John, talk to me a little bit about Klein Hall and their passion for community engagement. Well, with regards to Klein Hall, I would absolutely say when we talk about success, when you go back to the originations of Scott and Christina's dream, they got involved right at the get-go. Everybody knew who they were, they knew who everybody was, and they were out to help people. And when we have new people who come to interview for our firm, that's one of the things that we talk about, that they're going to be involved with the community. <laughs> they can pick who they want to be involved with, but they're going to be involved. And I believe that that is one of the the key ingredients for success and why we are where we are today. That's great. So I think that community involvement has something to do um, indirectly with, with contributing to a great culture. Um, yes. I, I've been to both. I, I've been to um, uh, Launch Digital and, um, and Dealer Inspire. Uh, and I walk in there and it's just a fun place to be. Um, we have had the pleasure and will continue to have the pleasure of working with your staff and just positive, upbeat, um, and I remember talking to you a while ago, and you said to me, we just want good people with, 
with you know a, a passion and that care about other people. Um, which I loved that because yes. I remember there, I, I can't recall the business, but it was a clothing business. He had commercials and he said he used to go when he'd go out to eat or go to a store. And if someone had an amazing personality, he would go up to them and give them his card and said, if you're looking for a job, I want to hire you. So let's talk a little bit about culture and how that, that has probably um, assisted in, in your growth. Well, I think you said it. The word is passion, right? So one of the things that we look at is what do you like to do for fun? Mm. And if you can tap into um, what someone's passionate about, they're just going to be a great employee. Yeah. Um, and I look for really two things outside of that, willingness and knowledge. So knowledge you can teach many times, but it's the willingness to get things done. And as we grow as an organization, it's finding those self-starters, the, the people that have that passion and drive for, for excellence and to figure out solutions uh, on their own. Yeah, I love that. What about you, John? I completely agree with what you said. With regards to culture, we have built our whole business around the team culture aspect, great atmosphere, making sure everybody in our firm is relaxed, that we have fun, believe it or not. If you walk through the halls during even tax season, we have people <laughs> laughing, smiles. Yeah. I've been doing this for 35 years, and this is the first time that I've ever witnessed people being actually happy throughout the whole season. We all support each other. We're all, we all work as one team. And so the feeling is one of trust, where we support each other. We can get through anything together, and that's what we are. Uh, that's, that's, that's great. So let's talk a little bit about um, the challenges. So when you look back on the history of your growth um, for both of you, what's, what's been the biggest challenge? I have a new challenge every day. I mean, I, there's, okay. there's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's endless. Um, I would say that when you look at scale, you look at maintaining culture, um, hiring, um, all of those are constant challenges. Right. It's and you know we went from again like you know, a few people in 2011 to 500 today. Mm. So it's it's ensuring that the whole team mm. understands kind of the vision, the mission of our company, where we started from, mm -hmm. what we're doing, how we've we've improved, um, and there's still a lot of work to to do really. And uh, and it's just making sure that really everyone is on board with that and sure. and and they they understand and we accept you know we're not perfect by any means but but we try and we will uh will constantly evolve as an organization mm -hmm. so i would say the, the the challenges that come up are are really a lot to do with growth mm -hmm. which makes sense how about yeah. you John? i would second that i have to second i wanted to come up with something different <laughs> but but the reality is when we do our partner retreats yeah almost every single part of the solution has to do with people yeah. making sure you have the right people in your firm in your organization mm -hmm. looking forward to continually attract new people who have the right qualities to continue the growth for our firm and meet maybe new new needs that we have in sure. our firm yeah. and so it it goes back to people and i will tell you that even if you go back to like 2000 with the recession, mm -hmm. you could have the best plans in the world. But one thing was I did not plan on having a job shortage where now you're competing for the best people against everybody else. To that said, we are in a place now that 
people want to come and work for us because we've got that great culture that people go, wait, wait, you're a CPA firm, but you guys are having fun. Yeah. How can that be? They're curious. They want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they come in, they get they it. Want to be they there. see it. They feel yeah. it. They enjoy it. Yeah, that's so, great. So um, going through this, this evolution, if you will, of, of business, what, have, what, is, what have you learned about yourself that maybe you didn't know before? Hmm. I've got one if you yeah. want me to take yeah, the first part. <laughs> so the first, the biggest surprise that I had was I know when, when, when I first got into business, and, and I know I can speak on everybody in our firm, Christina, Scott, Katrina, is you're, you're a bit naive with the way business works, mm -hmm. and you assume that everybody looks at things the same way. So if you agree on something verbally, yeah. That what they say they're going to do, <laughs> you learn quickly that that may or may not happen. Mm -hmm. So that raises your awareness. So I would say that was that was a learning lesson for me, yeah. that uh, you you learn to be a little bit more careful with the way you operate, yeah. and and you also educate your clients into, into that way too, so that if they make mistakes, they're not huge mistakes. You minimize it. Right. Yeah, I think there's. Um there's a, a constant learning about yourself because mm -hmm. your strengths are, are amplified and your weaknesses are as well. <laughs> and it's, so it's figuring out as you grow, to, there's a lot of great people out there. We have unbelievable people in our company. And if they could play off your weaknesses and take some of that off your plate, I, I think that that's just has been a really positive thing. Fantastic. Well, I have many more questions to ask. Sure. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll mm -hmm. be right back. Naperville Bank and Trust has the expertise, knowledge, and experience to help you reach your business goals. We would prefer to work with somebody like Naperville Bank and Trust. They're engaged in the community. They're able to help meet our financial needs. They understand us as a business. They provide all the tools that you would ask uh, that we as a growing business need of a bank. Most importantly to me, it's a, a great personal relationship we have with Tom and John and, and our bankers. It was the best thing we could have done in banking. And banking can be very cold. What the bank brings to us is, is that warm feeling when you come into the bank and people say, hi, Greg. It's about being part of the community again, about being a name again, about having credit for who your business is instead of just being, well, instead of just being a number. Naperville Bank and Trust, bring it home. Give the gift of downtown Naperville. Treat someone special to a great shopping, dining, or spa experience with downtown Naperville gift cards. Good at more than 150 businesses. Purchase them at four convenient locations or online and have them mailed directly to the lucky recipient. Best of all, there's no purchasing fee. Just choose an amount and send. It's that easy. The perfect gift for anyone at any time. In business, um, there's, there's a myriad of experiences, right? Um, and we learn what you alluded to earlier, Joe, our strengths and our weaknesses. But we also um, find that it's important to have humility. Mm -hmm. um, and we are humbled sometimes by maybe it's our staff, maybe it's by an experience in the community, um, maybe it's by something that's happened with, with growth. So in your time in business, what has been most humbling to you? And it could be your family, I don't know. But what's mm -hmm. been most humbling for you? 
So I have two things, uh, one of which um, is not a, it, it's a sad thing. Um, our first support person that we've ever hired, uh, Diana Ford, um, she had passed away recently from, from cancer. And she, two weeks after we hired her, we, she found out she had breast cancer. Oh my gosh. And uh, what was really unique about her is, is you almost didn't believe that she had cancer. Because mm. she came to work every day with such a positive attitude. And she is literally the reason why the support team has the processes they do today. And today we have over 30 people in support. We're, an, we're answering six, six to 7,000 support tickets a month. And it was, it was stemmed from the processes that this person created when she was sick. Mm -hmm. And she came in every single day, and I would walk past her, and I just wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I just would not believe that that she had cancer. It mm -hmm. just it it, and I think others did as well. And then um, about two months ago, she passed away on us, and mm -hmm. um, and it was just a really humbling experience to to one think about life. Life's really short, right? And you have to do something you like. You have to do something that's fun. But what she did is is she really. She really inspired the whole organization, not just our support team that worked under her, but she inspired everyone else to say, you know what, life is short, I'm going to make the most of it. But it really was a testament to hard work and her passion for delivering excellence within our company. Yeah. The, other, the other humbling part is um, we've created a culture where they can come up with ideas. And we had a gentleman named Ryan Shreve who came up with this, uh, this concept called Launch You, which has since turned into Inspire You, where we invite high school kids and college kids to, to compete, and we teach them how to code or do various things like that. And we give all the proceeds from, from that day to charity. So if it's our technology, if it's uh, video production, whatever it is that's created, the, the local charities get. And that wasn't my idea at all. I support it, I get to speak there, I get to feel great about it, but it was, our, it was an employee's idea. So to, to have that happen to me was just incredibly humbling to, to be able to, to listen to someone's idea and say, go for it, let's make this happen. And we're going on our third year of, of it's a great Inspire program. You. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a great you. program. But you know, giving your team the freedom um, and the autonomy to come up with ideas. Yes. I mean, that comes from the top, right? So, and, and, and yes, when they do do something like that, it's humbling, but the, thank you for sharing that story. Uh, what about you, John? Well, there's, there's several, and this, this, was a, uh, this was a question that provokes a lot of thought. One of the more humbling experiences that I've had was uh, we went to the Philippines to develop and expand our team to provide uh, bookkeeping and accounting services. So we actually have employees in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, Christina and I flew out there to investigate what company we would affiliate with. So we were out there for a week. Mm -hmm. And during that time, we were going through the towns and the villages. And, and it was just so humbling to see the fact that there are so many people who were very qualified who they do not have a job. And there were multi-generational families living in uh, a structure that was probably the size of someone's garage. That's all they had, one room. Uh, no refrigerators because the, the electricity is so expensive. And so we knew why we were there. Mm -hmm. And so we, we've got a team of people who, work, who now work for us. Mm -hmm. They do fly back. They fly to here and stay with some of our 
our homes. Uh, we fly out there to see them. We touch base with them on a weekly basis. And, and they truly appreciate the opportunity to, to have a job working with a CPA firm. And we were, we were like, we're one. We're one family. So that's certainly been a, a, a humbling experience. The other one that comes to mind is now we're at the point where parents of, let's say, high, you know, let's say older high school or college kids are looking for a job career. They will, they will call us. They will call us to do job shadowing. They'll say, you know, can we come into your office and just see what it's like to, to work in an office environment in a CPA firm? And so we, we take them up on those offers and, you know, we try to teach them everything that we know of our experience to help them make some decisions about their future in their life. And that's, that's also very humbling. Oh, wonderful. So um, we talk about hard work and how important it is and be passionate about our jobs. Um, but then there's this little thing called our personal life. Um, so how have you managed to, to balance um, your, your growth um, with, with your family? And life short, we talked about that too, yeah. right? Yeah, I think work-life balance is a tricky thing as an, as an entrepreneur. So the, the, the thing that we try and create and you know, sometimes we can do, well, many times we can do a lot better at is ensuring our employees have, have work-life balance. Mm -hmm. I'll say when, when I started the business, it was much different than it is today. Um, in the sense that every single night I would come home, I would open up my laptop and with a fully charged battery and work until it died. After my kids went to bed, so it was from 10 to 1 o'clock, and the newer the computer was, the worse that, that got. Um, and I would do that day in and day out for years, essentially. So, so now I think it's, it's, whereas there's days that that definitely happens, it's minimizing those days and knowing that you have a really good team around you. Mm -hmm. So inherently having a good team that is smarter than you in certain areas and, and better, um, you know, you, you don't want to be doing those things. And, and I always tell my team, and, and I try and focus on this too, that the best thing you could do is create your department to run as if you weren't there. Mm -hmm. And I, I have to uh, use those words for myself too, and I have to create the company to run as if I'm not there, because it really can't depend on a person. So, uh, so work-life balance, in a nutshell, it gets better <laughs> as the company develops, but if you're an entrepreneur, like, you need to put in the work and the hours, and work-life balance uh, in many cases, um, is uh, is opposite of is it, it's not a word you think of. You right. think of right. you think of work, but it's it's also thinking about working smart too. Right. Yeah. Agreed. I know yeah. someone said to me once that there's no such thing as work life balance. It's work work life integration, and I nice. thought that was a true. A, That's a, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, what about you, John? Well, in a CPA firm, when you <laughs> think about it, they think no way that that's not going to happen. But I can tell you that where we are right now, it's it's getting a lot better than it was several years ago. We've built a great management team. We've got a lot of great people. And everybody has the work-life balance. That's one of our main goals for everyone. Uh, people get paid time off. They can, they can take time off whenever they want. But the reality is service, taking care of your clients. Mm -hmm. So you've got to balance your needs for family life and personal and also getting the work done too and taking care of everyone who needs that. So we're working on finding that that formula. Yeah, and that sweet spot, right? every single every single month that goes by is getting better and better. When we hire somebody, we tell them the most you're gonna work in tax season is fifty five hours. 
that's pretty, it's almost unheard of with most other firms where they're coming from, a firm where they're working 70, 80 hours. So we found that formula. We also, with, with the passing of Scott, we know the reality that, you know, you've got business, but business is a part of life. There's a lot more Great. to it. Great. So um, we know everybody's, every entrepreneur's journey is a little bit different, um, but I'm hearing some, some common themes throughout our conversation. But if I were to ask you, what piece of advice would you give someone who's out there watching us that is maybe in the throes of starting up their business with big dreams? Uh, what, what advice might you give them? I would say two things I would focus on practically. Make sure you're passionate about it. Um, you know, I, I mentioned that quite a bit, but passion's a huge thing. If you're not passionate about it, you're not gonna probably put in that extra work that's needed because you're not gonna like what you're doing. And then secondly, make sure there's a market for your product, and I would look at a niche market. Um, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really a nice grandiose idea to market to everyone in the United States for something like Facebook, right? And, right. and we see these huge wins of these multi-billion dollar companies that are just doing un an unbelievable job of, of creating scale and 50, 100,000 employees and so forth. But the reality is if you can focus on a niche uh, first that you're passionate about, go after it. Great. What about you, John? The advice that I would give is make sure you're focused on your clients, what their needs are. Make sure you learn what their story is. Everybody has a story to tell. Oh, don't they? And yeah. the sooner you find out what that story is, you're going to be in a better position to help them and really fulfill all their needs. Wonderful. Well, I'm sure for many people, you have served as a source of inspiration, um, perhaps a mentor in some cases. Um, who in your life was your mentor? Who inspired you to, to have the drive, to have the passion? Um, if you were to think of somebody, who might that be? I think um, growing up, my grandfather was an inventor. He invented the hamburger patty machine. So really? he, he did, yeah. So wow. he was responsible for the kind of fast food revolution. Sorry for That's those counting calories, but um, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know him well. Um, he his company went public, Hollymatic. Um, wow. He had some struggles uh, along the way, and he had, he ended up dying as a poor man. Actually, believe it or not, mm. so he made some mistakes and. But I look at his, at the DNA of, of him, and I, I feel like that has uh, given me a lot of credit, or, or, or had helped me inherently throughout my life. Um, and then as I began the entrepreneurial journey, I really listened to a ton of podcasts. I listened, I read a lot of books. Uh, I had a couple of business mentors, but it was really the books and the podcasts that, that helped me understand and helped me really get a sense of the tech field, because 2011, it doesn't seem that long ago, but, but there wasn't as much knowledge as there is today. Right. And, uh, and I would take every waking moment that, that I could if I was mowing the lawn, doing dishes, I'd wear <laughs> headphones, my wife's watching Bravo, I would be like coding on a computer or listening to a podcast about how to do SEO or various things like that. And, and, uh, and I became really passionate about it from, from those things. So it was, uh, you know, I'd say it's a mixture of all of that together that that I attribute to my my uh, you know, achievements to. Yeah, wonderful. How about you, John? I would say my drive comes from my parents. Great. I was the first person to go to college in my family. Didn't realize that until I graduated. Then when I got my card, I was like, congratulations, you're the first Miller that graduated college. I said, oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. Um, 
but they gave me the, the foundation to learn that there's nothing that you can face that you can't solve and achieve. Wonderful. And, and that perspective is what I bring to every single day, clients that you work with. They may be experiencing something that they don't like. So I look at my role as to give them the proper perspective of what's occurring and, and look at it for what it is and then enjoy that experience and learn from it. Yeah, wonderful. Great, thank you. I could continue this conversation for much longer, but unfortunately the show has ended, and I want to thank you both so much for being here, and warm congratulations for your success. Thank um, you. And thank you for being such a great part um, and a great um, leader in our community. We're grateful. Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for joining us for Inside the Chamber. We hope you found the information in today's program valuable. Please join us again for our monthly programs. In the meantime, remember, when you're looking to shop or dine, think Chamber and visit Naperville.net to support the Chamber of Commerce and our business community.